Thanks for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix Sprint Race Weekend. Please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts as it helps us get more listeners. Thanks again and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. So we had the second sprint weekend of the year, the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix at the Red Bull Ring, Um, one that Max in particular, but Red Bull has done very well around this, this circuit. Although I believe in the sprint last year, Charles won the sprint. Um, But historically Red Bull has done very well around, around their home track. So like the last one, it was uh, split up differently from the sprints from from last year. We are going to not get into qualifying quite yet and do the sprint weekend stuff. And then we will jump into the main weekend stuff. So they we had the sprint shootout first, um, which is the qualifying for the sprint race. Early on in the session, Carlos had some issues with his brake line. So he had to come out of that first session early. They weren't sure if he was going to be able to come back in or not. Charles had another impeding potential spot on Piastri. Um, Martin, I don't know what is up with your Ferrari guys in qualifying and impeding other drivers. Yeah, they, they, they are struggling. They can't get out the way, I guess. They they like the middle of the track, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing for the race, maybe, getting their elbows out. I guess. But no other teams are doing that. It's just so weird that only they are getting really caught up in this. But um, surprisingly, Carlos was able to come come out at the end of the session and put in a really great lap. But unfortunately, Lewis also put in a really great lap, but got two or three times deleted during the first session of the sprint qualifying and did not make it through to Q2, um, which was... This track limits was a bit of a recurring theme this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it got it got crazy. Which foreshadowing? Tu- foreshadowing. Which uh, which turns is it? Nine and ten? Is it the, la- the basically the last? The last two turns. corners. Yeah, those are the ones that are catching everybody out, like whipping around. Yeah. yeah. Although I, when I was watching the the, the qualifying and and I, I forget which qualifying it was because I I caught up with everything on Saturday morning before the sprint race. Yeah. So I it's like which qualifying session was this? Because I watched them, but I watched them both back to back. Um, my wife was not happy with me because I watched qualifying, <laughs> sprint qualifying, and then the race, sprint race. So it was like whoosh all the way through. Um, but it, it seemed like there was another corner, like, you know, it was one of the left-handers, right? So you kind of, you're turning right and right and right and right, and then you have that bit in the middle where you have a couple of left-handers, like turn seven or six or whatever. And it looked like a couple of people were going beyond the track limits there, but no one ever got, got pulled up on that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, as, well, not during qualifying or sprint qualifying anyway. Um, so I was expecting a couple of people to get uh, a lap time deleted, um, but they didn't. They only, it only really felt, felt like they were looking at it at the last corner. It was kind of odd. It was weird. I guess that's kind of the only one where you really get an advantage by going off the track, so maybe that had something to do with it. Um, Maybe so. Yeah. 
there were a lot of those calls. But that would be the, nice and consistent in like how right. students do it. It's like it, the, the, the track is between the two white lines, except there when it's fine. Right. <laughs> the FIA making sense again. But then going into the second session in the sprint qualifying, George had, I guess he had said something over the radio during the end of the first session that he might have an issue, but he wasn't able to come out at all um, for the second session. So he had to stay with P15 there. Um, and then nothing crazy during that session other than that. Um, Alex, Pierre, George, and both Alpha Tari's out in the second session. And then Max gets pole for the sprint race. No surprise there with Checo and Lando rounding out the top three. Um, McLaren looking surprisingly strong, at least in qualifying pace. Yeah, and Nico Hulkenberg the races. up there on the second row as well. Absolutely. It was a it was an up and down weekend for for the Haas guys. Yeah. I mean, it, but like you know, fourth, you know, on merit. I, well, I guess it was you know conditions were what conditions were. But um, yeah, it, it good to see Nico Volkenberg up there on on fourth on the grid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the Ferraris were looking good too. I mean, they would have wanted to place a little bit higher, but right on each other ahead of the uh, Alpha or the uh, Aston Martins is good. Yeah, and and yeah, we hear about upgrades, upgrades, big upgrades for McLaren, obviously only, only on Lando's car, and you could see, you could really see the performance difference. So that's yeah. kind of really encouraging that they've seen that kind of improvement. Um, similarly, people talk about the Mercedes with the, um, they're due to have some upgrades coming for Silverstone next week, and and Aston Martin they've got an upgrade package. No one ever really talks about Ferrari upgrades because <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it, it just it just kind of feeling that it doesn't matter what upgrades they bring, they'll find a way to mess it up. <laughs> kind of whoa, 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 whoa! From the car. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, Martin. big fella. Easy there, big fella. But I mean, you know, I resemble that comment. But yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of teams, you know, compared to what the beginning of the season already. Yeah, there's been a bit of a reshuffle, hasn't there, in the performance uh, and Ferrari. Yeah, they're hanging around though. They're hanging around. Um, so they must have done something. But yeah, what it is, nobody's quite sure. Yeah, but it definitely seems to be getting tighter, at least for second place. Yes, in yeah. the constructors. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean closer. that that battle. If it keeps going like this all the way through the season, you know, uh, with Ferrari, um, Aston Martin, Mercedes. Right. Now, if McLaren are into that mix as well, as well as uh, as Alpine, we see we saw Alpine. Don't get my hopes up. It's mad. It, it, it's going to be it's going to be push and shove all through the season. It's going to be really exciting behind Max Verstappen. I can't expect mclaren to get in that mix yeah yet, gotta, but, yeah no not yet not just yet yeah not yet continue the conversation on pine-sports.com that's p-i-n-e-sports.com and the pine sports discord which you can find linked on the website and join us in a one-of-a-kind fantasy formula one contest at coopsf1.com that's c-o-o-p-s-f number one.com where you can put your theories to the test Going into the sprint race, like we said, Charles was impeding Oscar in the first 
uh, part of qual- of the sprint qualifying. So he was given a three spot grid penalty for the sprint race. So he went like a down to ninth, I think was where he started. Um, somewhere around there. And it was going to be wet. It was raining before the session. It stopped for a little bit, but then started raining a little bit right as they were getting going. Um, so everybody was on intermediate tires, I believe, to start the race. Yeah. With the exception of Bottas. I think it was Did he Bottas. not? Oh, that's right. He, he that's was right. on a medium tire. That's right. Which, and he pit which right which after was that. a little aggressive because I was watching it with my little boy and he's like, what does the medium mean? Like, <laughs> what do you mean medium? It's like, on the left, it's like, everyone's on inters. Oh, wait, hang on, Bottas. What are you doing? Yeah. Of course, you know, they went for the formation lap and then straight away he's like, no, this was a terrible idea. Yeah. But he only lost one position because he was 19th on the grid. So, you know, no harm, no foul there, really. That doesn't count as a pit stop, though, right? If it's before the race starts. You know what? I didn't count. I, when they brought up the thing that said how many pit stops they've had, because they usually do, which actually in a sprint race is kind of stupid because yeah. there's no pit stops. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Normally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it counts or not, but he did. Yeah. He did. Pit, he did. And he put the, the inters on. Yeah. So he was starting from the pit lane because of that. But Checo had a great jump off the start and was able to get ahead of Max going into turn one. Um, they had a little moment at turn three. Um, both Max and Checo were not happy about how the other one handled that turn. And poor Lando got caught up right behind them and he anti-stalled because he had to break so hard right behind those guys. And he went from P3 to P10 on that one straight. Yeah. He had a yeah, shock. That, I mean, that was, but... Yeah, it, it, it was weird. There was a really good overhead shot of it. Um, I think Max basically was like, he didn't really care about anybody else. He's like, I'm not, Checo was on the outside. He's like, I'm just going to break late and push him as far to the left well, as I possibly can. It goes back can. to even before that. I was watching it on the, you know, Ant on the Sky Pad during the Grand Prix coverage today. I mean, seemingly the stewards or the race director just kind of missed the whole fact that this went on. But basically, Checo was driving out, saw Max was gaining on him, and just kind of looked in his mirror, saw Max was there, and steered right to put him onto the grass. And they didn't didn't pick him a bit. Yeah, definitely squeezed him. No, he he looked in the mirror and then he turned the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then they got to the next corner and max was like i'm getting through there and he just braked late and you know they both ended up try and turn he did try and turn he sort of turned twice to get round, but he was going too fast for the conditions and he forced him off the track well they should each have gotten five second time penalties for forcing another driver off the track but it's rebel so they didn't so hulkenberg was the big winner there right he was the one who actually took the corner like somewhat normally uh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. and like you said, and then well, in the middle Max of it was, was kind of the big winner in, too. Yeah, well, and, and then in the middle of it, Lando was just like, "What the hell's going on?" He dropped anchor, and then everybody else accelerated, and he just got nowhere. And yeah, everybody yeah, went by. Just him. Like there was no power. I guess yeah. anti stall. He just put his foot down, and it didn't do anything. Or yeah, it, yeah. it, it caught. So yeah, it just shows. The I have fine no lines. sympathy for Max. Max being put on the grass. I don't. I don't, I don't really either. I, 
it just shows how how you know we don't see him behind very often driving from behind and certainly not driving if we do see him driving from behind people get out the way right for him so to at see, least this year yeah yeah so in this particular case i think he was overly aggressive i put it on him you know he took the whole of the track up yeah. and give even give checo a chance to take the corner but you know maybe that's racing you know what do i know i'm not a formula yeah. 1 driver so i just feel like max of two years ago and farther back would have done the exact same thing to anybody else regardless sure so i don't i don't sure. see a problem with it and early on in his career uh-huh. he got he got he got a bad you know a rap for like being too aggressive yeah. and like crashing and like f- trying to find gaps then, that weren't there so that seems to have come out of his repertoire but still they're racers that's what they do and then um you know threatening media that that want to ask him questions about it saying that he's going to headbutt somebody that's <laughs> that's how max used to roll <laughs> anyway that was a while ago um like we said max took the lead back after that little skirmish and nico was able to get ahead of checo and up into p2 and he he held it for for quite a while um that was well i guess quite a while for a haas in, <laughs> yeah i was gonna in say p2 <laughs> Um, but in the, I mean, it was in the wet. He certainly was the, the car seemed to work well for him. Yeah, yeah. For Halkenberg, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that that Haas just is not able to hold on to tires at all. Yeah, um, it really yeah, broke I mean, down it, it, for them. It works well. They can get heat into them. I think that's the problem. It gets heat into them quicker than others, which means that it's good at qualifying, which is right. the same problem that Ferrari have had as well. Yeah. But as soon as you start trying to tie, uh, you know, a stint together, they just go, they go down, they go backwards in a hurry, which is a real shame because you can see that there's speed in the car because they're there, they're there rightly as long as the tires work. Yeah. But the tires only work for like three laps and then back backwards. And then on lap 10, there was some great racing between Lewis and Kevin, um, with Kevin getting ahead down turn one, but then Lewis taking it back down the second straight, and then Kevin getting it back around that that hairpin at turn four, but Lewis keeping it on the outside and able to stay ahead. Really it, it's fair, funny. This, great there, driving. There was some such good racing in both yeah. the sprint and in the feature Yeah, that it's almost like there was too much to remember about good overtakes and racing and action you know i think we were we've been treated to a couple of really good races this weekend um you know i think and in particular you know with with qualifying as well because it's such a short track the margins are just so slight you know one little error and it's it's a one minute and five six second lap so the difference between being in the top five and being like out in q1 was like half a second if that yeah so very exciting weekend yeah and then lap 12 checo finally was able to get p2 back from nico like we were saying they're just this is where nico just started dropping back on the next lap he lost a place to carlos and it was just it was looking bad they needed to do something but really, George was the first one four laps after that or three laps after Carlos passed him where George decided to come in and go on slick tires. He went on the soft tires and just go for a gamble and see if it'll work. Yeah, because um, where, where was he? What position was he in when he when he came in? I think he was like in the high teens, like the 12, 11. Yeah, I mean, 12, he, he was not there. And, you know, as you know, Nico was falling back, 
I was kind of thinking at that point, why didn't Haas just bring him in, you know, like lap 14, 15? Maybe it was just wasn't quite ready, but it, it felt like that was the point at which if you were going to do anything, because it's a 24 lap race, yeah, you had to do it when there was enough time to actually make up the you know, the, the, the del- pit stop delta time. And, you know, particularly a little bit later on, you know, people pitting late. It's like, why, why are you doing that? Because, yeah. you, you, you know, it's a 24 lap race. And you, if you've got like five laps to make up 20 seconds, you're never going to get back to the position you were in the first place. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when he was starting to drop back and get past. They should have just brought him in at that time. That was that was the right move. I totally agree. Um, but everyone followed George after he pit. Everyone that was essentially behind Lando and P7 took the gamble and came on to Slicks. But it, it worked out for them. Um, Nico went on Slicks probably around lap 17, 18. Um, and he was able to pass Lando and Alcon and end up getting you know P6 from what was looking yeah done when he was dropping back um getting you know only the top eight score in the sprint race so that's a but pretty still, good I mean, that's that's three points right for yeah uh, for, for fifth uh sixth whatever yeah sixth, which is yeah. good points for the lower teams this year yeah I mean, yeah and and then on the line george coming up trying to get he got past lando and then he came up right behind ocon and I, was it how many thousandths of a was second? Like was nine it? thousandths of a second or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, they were just so close, right going across the line. I mean, it, it was a little bit like uh, Lance Stroll and Bottas yep. in Canada last, you know, in the last race, where, you know, Lance did manage to get Bottas that time, right? Because um, he got just, he Bottas had used up all his, all his energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love those. I mean, how come there's no last minute dashes for the line on every other lap and they wait for the DRS zone? It's, uh, but it does make it exciting when cars are going side by side across the line. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could see that a little more often this year. But like we can say for almost every race this year, Max wins again. Um, but Checo got P2 which is nice. And Carlos was able to round out, I mean, I guess podium for the, for the sprint race. So yeah, Carlos had a good, a good race. Yeah. You know, I think to this point in the weekend, he, you know, really not put a foot wrong. You know, he just got the job done and it was like, Carlos was invigorated again. It's funny. He he has these, you know, up and down form. Obviously you look back last year, Silverstone, Obviously, he won the British Grand Prix last year, so that's a track that he enjoys. So, you know, a good weekend here is a really good springboard for him going into Silverstone next week, full of optimism. Yeah, totally. And just a super exciting race. I mean, we haven't necessarily had the best sprint races from last year, this year, although Austria was pretty good last year, that, that sprint race. Um, but yeah, really yeah, exciting I think stuff. It feels, like, it feels like it's a good sprint race track. Yeah. You know, like Brazil, the, the shorter lap circuits feel a little bit more suited to the sprints than the likes of Silverstone, right? Or, and then we, there's, there's a sprint in Spa this, this year, which I kind of question that decision. It's like, 
sprint race at Spa, really. Yeah. Because you want it to be like a, you know, a really sort of fast kind of thing. Yeah, the fact that maybe the fact, yeah, the fact that it's a short circuit, maybe that helps. I mean, the combination of the short circuit plus the drying track probably made it more interesting than it could have been, right? You know, there was the possibility of of doing a pit stop but getting back out there with laps. You, you, it's Spa. You know, if you don't make the decision, then you got to wait five minutes before you come back around again to do another pit stop. And also, like on a shorter track, the track dries faster because you have cars going over it, like. Right, twice as often as you as you do at Spa. Yeah, yeah. so it it clears the water faster as well. Yeah, I guess speaking of Spa, we should probably talk about that that young racer that died this week. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, Delino Fantov. Uh, yeah. right. Really sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like the visibility was just really, really bad, yeah. and he got spun around, or he spun around. Um, Orlando crashed, I think. Yeah, well, it's 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 almost exactly where um, Antoine. Oh, Hubert. Antoine there in the yeah, uh, Rouge coming out of Eau Rouge. Yeah, up the Korea. hill, Eau Rouge yeah. To, yeah. to the top of the hill. There got spun round, and the visibility was zero, and he just got speared by another car. Ugh. From what I read, which yeah. is very very sad. Yeah, you know, this awful. was uh, like a formerly European. So it's. It's sort of formula. It's like F three type level. You yeah, know, I think the, this guy he'd he'd won uh, one of the F four championships in yeah. maybe Italy. I think I was reading. I think that's right. Um, yeah. So you know, good. You know, really good driver. Maybe not F one material, but you know, really you know, good quality driver. Just. You know, these things do happen, and it kind of reminds you that motorsport is actually dangerous. Um, yeah. Lance was pretty vocal about it, actually. Of all people, yeah. Lance Stroll was saying, say like, he was saying something along the lines of, like, there is no reason that they should have been out there in those conditions anyway. It was way too dangerous. I don't know why they keep doing this over and over and over again. Although they're definitely not doing that in F1. Um, when it rains a little bit, I mean, it seems that they just stopped the race, but maybe they're yeah. maybe they're making the right move. In hindsight, looking at something like this, it's like maybe when we're saying that they should be driving in the wet, when they're not, maybe they are yeah, making they, the they right They seem decision. very quick to to put the safety car out uh, in F1. I mean, like Yuki went off in in one of the sessions, right? Um, yeah, and he it was like straight away they pulled out the they put the safety car out. And he drove out, and I mean, I think the safety car was partly because of the, um, uh, you know, stuff on the track yeah. as much as anything. But it just felt like they, you know, they're very quick to put the safety car out. And to be fair, like even though they're all really young, F one drivers are still adults that can make these decisions for themselves. Where this one driver is, you know, a teenager. You know, he was like fourteen or fifteen years old. So, wow, just tough. We're jumping around a little bit, um, so we're going back to Friday now with the qualifying session. You're gonna hit that uh, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm trying to remember. There was I don't think there was any weather issues during the first qualifying session, but Baltas had a little moment, like we were just talking about. Oh yeah, it was actually that one. It was it wasn't Yuki. It was it was Baltas when he. 
he kind of had a, he got in the gravel or had a bit of a moment and they just yeah. instantly put the red flag out there. Yeah. 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 He just, he just um, lost the back end, didn't he? He just, yeah. Like, yeah. Flipped it. Yeah. Coming out of turn one. Yeah. Weird. He, it's a little bit he, weird. He, he, he lost the back end. He went up on the sausage curb and that just kind of flung him around and he was facing the wrong direction. Yeah. But he was able to get it going again and bring it back to the pits. Um, so yeah, that was strange. Um, but that was the only uh, unnormal thing happening <laughs> during uh, that first session. Joe, Logan, Kevin, and both the Alpha Taris who have really struggled all weekend um, were out in the first sec- session. Um, and this is when we really started seeing track times getting deleted was through Q1. Obviously, this was the first like official session of the weekend that's not practice so we were seeing through q1 and then through q2 all of these track times getting deleted checo had a couple really good times in q2 that also got deleted and i think in total like through both qualifying and sprint checo had like three fast laps deleted (laughs) yeah yeah i guess it's just being max's partner and you're just seeing how fast he's going and he's just pushing it that extra bit more and he's not max <laughs> i mean what is where does the where does the fault lie for I mean, this, is, this is a conversation we're going to have this whole podcast but where does the fault lie for all these track limits being deleted is it just 100 percent drivers like that's the edge of the track and just drive inside yeah it? just don't go as fast during that one part <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the track is between the white lines and you stay there. Yeah. Like they, they were saying constantly on, Anthony Davison was saying on the commentary, what Martin likes to say, because Martin Brundle wasn't doing the commentary this weekend. He wasn't there. But it's like, when it's wet, the drivers stay well clear of those white lines. Right. Yeah. So, but so, but we've seen other circuits though, where like the, Stay off the curbs. The curbs are going to wreck your car. The curbs are going to, you know, tear up the under underside of the car. Like, why do they not have bigger curbs at these more circuits? aggressive curbs? Yeah. Um. I mean, from a safety perspective, yeah, we got rid of gravel. Now we have this big wide asphalt for the cars to slide across. I, I see that, but you could put a curb in there. But I guess it's possible that those can launch a car potentially if something's out of control. So, yeah, it's not a black and white issue, but um this seemed this this got as bordering on ridiculous right we didn't know who was doing what we you know we saw times up on the board we were waiting for them to be deleted who's any moment (laughs) at any point somebody could just get a a time removed and then it all got shuffled around like yeah i mean those sausage curbs though i mean abby eaton who our listeners may know from either w series or from the grand tour um who does like the who did the? She was like the Stig of yeah, Grand exactly. Tour after the guys moved from Top Gear. Um, she broke her back on a sausage curb. Really? And, oh, yeah, that and, was the one where it lit, like it launched the car into the air, right? She got launched, and then there was another one. I think it was in in Monza. There was an F three accident where one guy got launched off a sausage curb, like really high. In so I think. Those yeah. sausage curbs are definitely. I think they're trying considered. to get away from those. Yeah, um, because yeah, there's no suspension in any of those cars, and so you hit yeah. one of those things, and that's going to go straight through your spine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, they put in the gravel to avoid that, and now they're saying, "Well, let's put some, let's put gravel back." 
but then you look i i saw um there was the indycar race at mid ohio i was just gonna bring that up yeah simon pagino yeah um, lost it and went sideways into a gravel trap six barrel rolls was it just yeah just went over and over yeah you know, it's so there's, it there's, was, there's not a there's not a best solution. You know, no. everything has their drawback. Maybe we can Joe yeah. in Silverstone. You know, you have yeah. gravel, and the gravel has an edge, which then, if you hit it, is solid and it can flip you up. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we've walked ourselves funny. all around that 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 argument back to, yeah, just how two hundred miles. An just hour have a machines. white. There's a white line. There's a white line on the ground. That's the edge of the circuit. <laughs> Drive within the white line. You can see it. I can see it. That's the edge of the circuit. Yeah, if you go over it, but yeah, penalizing people send for this it. T- yeah, yeah, we should send this to the FIA and then like, <laughs> here is a fully reasoned argument. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go. I mean, in, in Can- I mean, in Canada they had that kind of at the chicanes they had that go around the bollard argument, but breaking track limits at Austria is sometimes it's hard to even tell from in the car whether they broke track limits. It's that close. They were calling it, you know. It's the whole of the car over the whole of the line, right? You've got to have 100% yeah. of your car yeah. off, off the asphalt. And it's very, very close in many of these cases. Um, and they're retroactively looking at it. But it did it did take away from it. But, well, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see that when we get to the end of the end of the yeah. race. But. but anyway, Max got pole again um, for the feature race and then rounding out the top three, Charles and Carlos, um, some really good pace early on in the weekend from the Ferraris. Yeah, definitely. With uh, Lando right behind them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lando and then Lewis, but then, uh, stroll out qualifying Alonso. Um, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it, it really shows when you, when you look at the overall, um, standings in qualifying, you see Lando was fourth, and where was Piastri? Uh, he was like way down. Or so. Yeah. Good for Lando for great qualifying from Lando. And again, how far the McLaren has, has come. You know, if he's the only one with upgrades, I think you were saying that, that Piastri is not on the receiving end of that. And I guess maybe that's clear. Um, must be frustrating for Piastri, I guess, to see his, t- his teammate that high up, but uh, and not him be the benefit of that. But you know, McLaren making a move back with nine. This is the ninth race. Still 14 races to go. So still a lot of the season left if if they can keep improving. Um, you know. Yeah, they're still, they said it's round 10. It's the ninth round of the season. Ninth race of the season, obviously, with, uh, with Imola. Oh, right, right. That's true. Yeah, it's round 10, but only the ninth race. Yeah. But they haven't dismissed that happening yet. Right. Imola. I guess we'll see. Well, they they auctioned off the trophies and everything for charity, so they're clearly not going to have it. That would claim like claim the trophies back. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, that makes it kind of tough. I guess they could make. make That's trophies, fine. You don't need. A tro- I mean, they don't need a trophy. I, I was following the auction. I was like, you know, a couple of days out, the trophies were not that expensive. But then, like the last day, they went up to like thirty grand. I'm like, you think you think Verstappen cares whether cool, he gets uh, a first place trophy or not? You think Verstappen has every single trophy displayed in his house? I don't think so. He hasn't got space for it. 
All right, so we get to the feature race on Sunday. I don't know if there was anything that really happened before I woke up for the pre-race stuff and then fell asleep and woke up to David Crofty saying, and lights out and away we go. So, <laughs> oh, you, um, oh, that was really, yeah. One that was my alarm clock. That did yeah. happen pre-race. I didn't really get to watch a whole other pre-race, but I did see they had these guys with jetpacks. Oh yeah, yeah we saw, everybody that. saw that, that and, guy, and one guy just <laughs> binned it. I mean, it's like holy shit! I mean, that that could really that could have hurt. He just stacked it. I don't yeah. know what was going on. It made me one cut out. But this just it showed that on the TV, and then you bit it into the track. I mean, glad glad he's wearing a helmet and, and what have you, and leathers and everything. But then it just cut cut the shot. To Oscar Piastri, yeah, yeah. <laughs> McLaren pit, and he just did that whole, um, you know, The Office type look yeah. at the camera and go, yeah. It was a, <laughs> it was like a try not to laugh challenge for like Oscar Piastri yeah. at that moment. Like, you know, ooh, yeah. glad I'm not that guy. It could have been nasty as long as he, I mean, because those guys go high. If it, if it had messed up yeah, any higher, fine. that would have. He was okay. He got up. He yeah, waved. He got the up. Crowd. And he, he yeah. waved to the crowd, yeah. It was, it was all good. So that's what you missed, and that was pretty much it. All right, and then we get to the start of the race. Charles was trying everything that he could do to get by Max on that first lap, um, but Max was just placing it perfectly, sticking it on the inside of every turn on that first lap, and Charles was just not able to to get by. Um, but really fun, fun driving to watch between the two of them on that first lap. Um, Yuki had contact with one of the Alpines. I feel like it was Ocon, but I don't I think it was Ocon, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he damaged his front wing and then went like, at first I thought he had just like, because of the damage, he wasn't able to turn, but he just went way too hot into he that. He broke far too late, didn't he? Yeah, and just went flying into the gravel trap. Um. He was able to get all the way through, but like you said, they they brought out a safety car before they even really saw what the end result was. Um, and he, I guess, he brought some gravel onto the track, so that's probably why they brought it out. Yeah, I mean, you saw the, the marshals picking up bits of carbon fiber on the start finish line, but you know, at that point in the race, they've got a full minute to go out and like get that stuff off the track. Yeah, you know. They didn't really need a safety car. Lap seven, Lando is right behind Lewis, and for the first time you hear him start complaining about Lewis going over the track limits. And then this becomes a thing with him and other drivers, just talking about all the drivers around them not staying within the track limits. Um, Although Lando was pretty good at staying within the track limits all weekend. Um, So I guess it can be done. but Checo on lap 10, going into turn three, he, he broke super late on the inside of that turn. Um, and he was side by side with George going down that straight to the, to the sharp turn four. They both had DRS and Checo was able to, to get ahead. Um, he's already almost into the points, 10 laps in from starting P15. Checo was looking really racy early on. Um, yeah. He was looking great. Yeah, I mean, this first phase of the race was there was so much action. Yeah, like people overtaking, and you know, especially you know, straight after the safety car because everyone was there, and then 
the next few laps, there were just people just trying to get ahead. Some really good, uh, some really good battling on the track there. And it extended like probably to about halfway through the race. And, you know, once, but then, you know, as, as a lot of things do, the, People, you get a lot of field spread at that point. And, yeah. But th- this particular part of the race was like super exciting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think this was like one of the best races for just the amount of on track action throughout the field, you know, particularly, you know, this early on in the race. <clears throat> yeah. At least since like the beginning of last season, it's really been, there was really some good racing. Um, but yeah. unfortunately for Lewis, super early, getting a black and white flag already, lap 12. Um, so black and white flag means it's three. five five laps. You have to be over the line to get a black and white flag. Is that right? I think or it's three four. strikes. Oh, three. All right. So a quarter of his laps, three strikes. A quarter of his laps were over the limit. According, he to was going over the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. according to them. Already. And he was saying like he he his car was slow. He couldn't keep it on the track. The tires were going away. He was just whining the whole race about Break his car issue or something. I don't yeah. Know. Um, seems like didn't Toto come on the radio and just say to to Lewis like twice? Yeah, the car's slow. Just drive it, all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never heard him do that. I feel like the only time Toto ever comes on is he's trying to like hype guys up to to go fast towards the end, right? Um, yeah, that was strange. And then lap 14, unfortunately, Nico has to pull off because he has engine failure. His car starts filling up with smoke. Um, and that brought out a quick virtual safety car. Um, unfortunately for the Ferraris, they were like just passing the pit entrance when that came out. So they weren't able to get in, but everyone behind them came in for pits. And I guess that was pretty early for all of their um, all of their strategies, but the Ferraris were able to get get going before it ended their next time through and they double stacked which was kind of weird and then charles had a slow stop which meant you know carlos was going to have a slow stop because he was behind him and carlos was pissed that they even brought him in at all yeah Um, well it was um they got just totally screwed didn't they with the way the virtual safety car was deployed yeah they literally so i i did see the analysis at the end and to get into the pits you have to be you have to enter yep. the, the white line so there's the white line for the entrance to the pit lane you have to you can't cross into that white line to go into the pits you have to be to the right of that line and the, the millisecond that that light came on the Charles Ferrari was just past there too far down the road yeah so he was too far down the road and then you know, um, and it was only what less than a second behind was was Carlos. Yeah, which is not enough time to react. So they didn't have the opportunity. It was just like it was fractions of a second, and so yeah. they knew they couldn't go in. Um, but then there was just a, a rush of people in to change tires at that point. You know, from being nineteen or twenty seconds. I think eight sec is eight second delta. Yeah, when uh, they behind, said, uh, yeah. behind a safety car or a virtual safety car, which is as short of a of a pit as you're ever going to get. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody came in except for the Red Bulls. They were the only ones that did not pit during the uh, during the virtual safety car. Um, but it came in lap sixteen. Max still in first. Checo is up to P three now. Um, of course, he hasn't pit yet, but still, 
lap 16, he started on, what was it, P15? So really, really impressive from Checo. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously had help. The, the one on, on this point that was a little baffling was Alonso because they'd started him on the hard tire. Yeah, that's to, right. To have him go long. And then, yeah, I mean, granted, it's, you know, you save eight or so seconds by pitting, eight or ten seconds pitting behind a safety car, a virtual safety car. But you sacrificed so much at the start. And then if everyone else is pitting, then surely you should be staying out on the hard time. Yeah. I yeah, he could have understand what that truck He could have potentially yeah, he could have potentially maybe gone for a one stopper, right? If he could have taken the hard tire deep. And and he yeah. got he had the same Alonso had the same issue as the two Ferraris, is that he pit on lap fifteen and basically the safety car ended whilst they were all still in the pits. And so yep. they you know, their the delta wasn't the, they didn't lose the full amount for a pit stop, but they didn't gain as much as everybody else who stopped under complete virtual safety car. So yeah, basically the two Ferraris and the two uh, Aston Martins were the the losers of those that pitted. Whereas Absolutely. Verstappen and Perez didn't seem to suffer anything at all. They just moved up. Although Charles did all right with the pit stop. I guess. Didn't really affect I guess him it didn't it didn't it didn't hurt him. But they put him back out onto mediums, so he went medium medium. So he still they guaranteed that he was making a a second stop anyway. So there was no mystery yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I guess Carlos used that rage that he was yelling at his engineers <laughs> on three straight laps and just passed people back to back to back. Um, it was great. <laughs> that makes me laugh. That reminds me of, uh, I don't know, this is probably a bit of a niche reference, but the the, the film White Men Can't Jump from the 90s where... Wes- one of my favorites. Wesley Snipes is like Harrelson Woody Harrelson and, and Wesley Snipes. Snipes and Woody Harrelson's pissing off Wesley Snipes. Like, why are you making me mad? He's like, because I think you play better when you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's 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 behind everything Ferrari does. Maybe they're just trying to piss him off so much. Like we're gonna red we're gonna car park <laughs> race. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! I mean, true doesn't trip off the tongue, but true. <laughs> At least when not angry. But yeah, Carlos was was driving great. He passed Lando, passed Lewis, and passed Checo, and was back up into P three after angry, just a few laps. After the angry Carlos, after, maybe that's a new me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That next to smooth operator. <laughs> How many times did Carlos? How many times did Carlos go outside of the lines though during those laps to, to make those moves? Is another question, right? Because well, he, he suffered a few. He, he was a yeah. He got a penalty. No right, Ocon, at least one. but no yeah. Ocon, right? Yeah. Let's see. Now Lewis starts complaining about Checo going over track limits. Lap twenty-two, and then finally, lap twenty-five, Max pits from the lead comes out behind Carlos and this is the first time I can't remember exactly how many races I think it was three races that Max has not been in the lead for a lap of a Grand Prix race yeah I think it said it was like 154 laps yeah, or something. It, yeah. it was a lot yeah definitely um I think it was like at some point during not the last two races but the race before that so yeah. um Crazy stat there, but it didn't take him long to get back up to the front anyway. Ocon got a five-second penalty for an unsafe release on the same lap. That was definitely an unsafe release. I mean, they, that was. Wait, was it Williams coming by? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were oh, side was by Logan side, Sargent, right? Yeah, they well, were. Logan Sargent was coming into the pit. 
Yes, that's and right. He, he he had to completely back out because yeah. there was nowhere for him to get go into his pit. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get into his box because Ocon was there. You can't. I mean, it's ridiculous. You can't have two cars driving side by side down the, the pit street. No. I mean, they're already pulling like hoses and and wheel guns out the way when one car comes in. So yeah, the, that 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 was pretty bad. That was that was bad. You know, especially yeah, given was. you know a couple of races ago we had people on the pit lane and cars coming in to change, and I, the, the 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 pit lane etiquette is getting a little lax in my opinion. Maybe I'm adding one and adding one and one and making four, but the the guy. You know what my solution is to all of this? What? Remove the pit lane speed limit. Oh, go back. <laughs> oh what do you mean? <laughs> what? That'll get everyone out of the way. <laughs> yeah, everyone will be too scared. I bet I don't know. I haven't seen some old races to see them going down the pit at like full beans. Um, it probably it probably they, must look absolutely mental. That happened. I mean, who ever yeah. thought that was back in the day? Yeah, I mean, they they only changed it in the nineties with refueling too. Probably like full beans refueling. Yeah. I whole, never noticed that. The whole even watching the, whole the old races, I never noticed them going into the pits like that. Yeah, there was no no That's speed crazy. limit. Um, but. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. The 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 guy that's on the release. I mean, that was side that was side by side. It, you know, I, yeah. we know we made fun of Alonso last last race for wiggling his wheel to make it look <laughs> like he he was avoiding uh, another car. Yeah. But yeah, this was but egregious. This was cut and dry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But on the next lap, we got to see you know how Max is thinking in the car. This was really great um, on him. Max stays out behind Carlos for that turn three DRS line and then gets right by him down the street. He has him lined him up perfectly to go right by him down turn four. Um, what I guess Carlos got the five second penalty for um, track limits. Track limits um, yeah. And then a few laps later, lap 35, just like he did with Carlos at the same spot. He did it. To, to Charles, but Charles locked up a little bit. So Max even got ahead at turn three and got DRS for down that straight. Um, Max was able to do some pretty pretty intelligent stuff during uh, that part of the race. Um, really good on him. And then a few laps later, lap 47, Carlos pits for his second stop. And Max pit again. I was kind of surprised by this pit stop. Um, he just had, he was doing so well on those tires. Um, but I guess he had done, did he also do medium, medium? Or no, he went medium, no, hard, medium, medium hard. Yeah. So he just wanted to have medium tires to go towards the end. Um, Checo tries to do kind of a similar thing to what Max was doing, but he wasn't able to, to figure it out as quickly as he was with the DRS line, he kept getting ahead at turn three and then losing it to Carlos down that straight. But finally on his third attempt, he was able to barely get by Carlos down that, that turn four. Yeah. We didn't, you know, it wasn't quite the game of chicken that we were seeing, you know, back, back in, uh, was it Jeddah or Abu Dhabi a couple of years ago? Yeah. Jeddah or Qatar. Yeah. Where they were sort of like trying to outbreak each other before the turn, but, yeah, the whole fact that there was a, a two DRS zones either side of a of a corner in the middle, but the detection zone was before the first corner. Set up some, yeah, it, it set up some interesting positioning of your car where you wanted to be, yeah, to be behind, but then to overtake and then to hold it after the next corner. It was 
nice little bit of racing. There, are there three DRS lines there with two corners in between them, like back to back? I to think back? I think the DRS detection is right before turn three. So you go around that. If you're behind, you get DRS up the first straight, and if you can get past, then you keep it after turn four again. Yeah, it's it's different DRS detection zones, right? It's not one of those where you have two consecutive DRS zones based on one detection. I thought I think it is, I which think is really annoying. I think it's one detection, two zones. I think that's what it is. It might be the first two, like because I, I think yeah. the the long straight, the pit straight, that's the no, end of the yeah, end of the lap, end of the next one. There's there's a DRS yeah, there. Maybe it's the one there. And then there's yeah. the DRS. But there's definitely a separate one for between turns three and four. That's right. Yeah. It's one zone. That's one the one that they were jockeying for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What that one that one detection line, but then gives you right at like at the top of that hill. Yeah. Gives you the turning. Yeah. It gives you the DRS for the next two two DR, DRS sections with a turn in the yeah. middle. So if you can get by in that middle turn, even though you're ahead, you still have DRS to yeah. to keep it yeah and that's exactly what what max and did and checo worked out eventually yeah and then on the second to last lap i was sh- i was even shocked by this i mean they only had a 23 second lead on on um on charles, on charles yeah. and it's a 20 second pit stop so they decided to come in for one lap to go for the fastest lap on Max. Yeah, I mean, if, if they'd have snatched a wheel or, or something, it could have been a bit sketchy, but Red Bull don't do that. I was... I guess so. Uh, this, But this has been... Come on, guys. I don't know if you... I've mentioned it, like, most races. Like, every race, at the end of the race, if you look at, back at the radios, the Staffan is always going for it, and the pit wall is yep. always trying to talk him out of whatever it is he's trying to do. <laughs> They're always like, just head down, Max, bring it home, keep it inside the lines, blah, blah, blah. And Max is asking for information about fastest laps and who's doing what and what's his fastest lap. So it was perfectly in character uh, for him to come in one stop, you know, one lap on, on the super soft tires. I thought it was great. Um, it could have blown up in their face. Would it matter for the end of the season? Probably not, right? With the way it's going. So, you know, why not? You know, he's Max Verstappen. That's the supreme confidence that he has in himself, you know, and in his team, right? He's got such a lead. Yeah. He's but got he, such a lead, too, that even if he fucked it up, it really wouldn't have mattered right? anyway. <laughs> but he has confidence in his team to execute as well. Like a pit stop, like you said, can, can mess up. But he's like, no, come, I'll come in. Three seconds, new tires, put me back out there. And he trust that he can just find that time he knows he can do it i don't know how yeah. much faster his lap was than than the next one whether it was a significant like easily faster i don't know yeah i mean it, it there was wasn't like anybody else on seven, six yeah. or something and yeah he was the only guy on soft south lower than, than quali yeah but it didn't need to be so i mean he he three stopped right ultimately at the end of the day um the, yep. only, the only other guy that that three stopped was Stroll, who you know somewhat finished the race. He went, you know, uh, medium, hard, hard, medium. Um, he got the, and this is where it's like so he and he got the last of the points. But I know that then we'll talk about the afters in a yeah. minute. But the race finished then, and it was Max who won, <laughs> yeah. and then Charles and Checo and all of that, right? Um, yeah. And that stayed. <laughs> At least the podium was stayed that. the same. So, but it was, I saw um, 
after the fact, after Jason, you pinged us to say penalties have been dished out. I saw apparently there were 1,200 cases of yep. going beyond yeah. track limits. Yeah. So 71 possible. times 20 cars. <laughs> I've not done the math. But it's it like, seems impossible. That's a lot of people going across. And th- there were two cars that didn't have a single strike. Uh, Russell and... George was one. I didn't hear uh, who the other one was. I think it might have been Joe. Lando? No, I think it was Joe. I think I saw this. Okay. But, yeah. It was only two two cars, yeah. Which means that they weren't trying harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're not... Uh, like, I got George, it right here. That must you finished, be what, two, four, six, seven. It was Joe. George, you finished yeah. seventh. You didn't. you didn't go off. You didn't exceed track limits once. Therefore, you, you didn't, didn't try cheat. Harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sonoda but had the most warnings do... with eight. Shocking. Oh, really? The, um, yeah. I, I went on F1's um, Facebook page because uh, I'm old and I use Facebook. And and I, I saw they because when they'd originally done the finishing order the classification they put it out and then they did a revised one so I could flick between the two and so I could tell you exactly what the diff, the impact was but my son's got my phone so no. I don't have it in my hand I mean Verstappen but like Stroll and Gasly flip flopped right mm-hmm. yeah um, so Lance was tenth but then Gasly got um, got a five second so they switched. Lewis dropped behind George. Carlos yeah. was the big loser because he went from fourth to like sixth. Lando obviously benefiting from that, um, and and uh, Fernando going up to fourth and fifth respectively. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it, it's kind of annoying. And Ocon but, got yeah. thirty seconds in penalties post yeah. post race, so thirty five seconds. In Has he finished yet? <laughs> Has Ocon only... finished the Grand Prix yet? <laughs> according to the according to the graphic I'm looking at, like Ocon only had th- he had one black and white flag and three warnings. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at some the wrong thing, but yeah, but, Russia, yeah. But he got thirty seconds of penalties. He got thirty seconds post the race. Oh, but is that, that was all? That, is that unsafe that was release? Inflicted after. Was that the unsafe release? The unsafe release? release was the five yeah. seconds during the race, and then the race. thirty seconds for infringements afterwards. Yeah. Verstappen and Leclerc only had one infringement each, so and Alonso only one. But yeah, like you said, Russell none, Joe none. Uh, Lewis was just struggling all. But you don't see this. You know, we we talked about it before, but you don't see this at every circuit, right? You don't see sausage curbs at every circuit either. But you know, whatever. So maybe it's just a problem with the track laid out. I don't know. Who knows? Um, But it seems like that they should be able to stay inside those lines. To me, yeah. But it's um, it's a. I think it's a it's a track that produces good racing. Yeah, I agree. The thing that you really want in a track, and. So I think, and also, I mean, the the scenery is stunning. Yeah, really, yeah. It's it's like a really beautiful part of the world. Minus but when you're looking orange. at it, yeah, I mean, there's you can sit at a couple of different points, a couple of different grandstands that are there, and you can pretty much see the entire track. Maybe 
if you're at the top side, you can't quite see the last couple of turns. But you, that must be a great race to go and watch because the 71 laps, so you get a good number of laps of cars coming past you. And it's, you know, you've got, um, you know, you can see so much of the action and it's a phenomenal, some phenomenal scenery. So, Once Max yeah. retires, I'll consider going to that race. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, I, I think that's one that I wouldn't mind going to, actually. You know, when you watch races throughout the year and you think, that'd be a good one to go to. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the overall race time was, but on like a minute and 10 second per lap and it's 71 laps. I mean, it's, you're talking less than an hour and a half. So it's one of the shorter duration races yeah. on the on the calendar, like Monza as well, right? That's Monza would be cool. Sure. You know, Monza's good, um, but just it's for the very, atmosphere. very fast. You know, it's like you pay for a Grand Prix, but you only get an hour and 15 minutes of racing versus you go to Singapore and it always, always runs the full two hours. No. Right? So you get a bit more, but um, yeah, it's, I always say that the, the least value for money that you would ever get going to a race is Spa because there's like 30 laps or 40 laps or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so you don't really get to see much action. But again, that's a you know classic circuit that you've kind of got to go to at some point, right? And most of it is in the woods where nobody can actually see what's going on. Yeah. So, Martin, any Coops info? Uh, yeah, so uh, Coops F1 this week. So, you know, some decent points scoring. Uh, shout out to my my own mother who got one of the top top scores this week. Uh, with 298, nice, uh, 300 from Sebastian Brettel and, and Justin <laughs> Paul. Um, overall, um, I think, uh, Jason, you moved up two spots to fourth overall, so well done. Um, Luigi, Lu, Louis Gui, I think is how you pronounce that, back up <laughs> one spot to first overall. Um, <laughs> Nick up one spot to 17th. I was. I, I didn't put any picks in. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't either. I. I, I, I admit. I apologize. Any Coops F1 players. I do apologize for the the deadline this week. It was a little late, and then it sort of the door slammed shut on a few people. Um, I had to put in some picks for people because I I forgot it was a sprint race, and so the the, the deadline was Friday. Um, I did go up 15 spots to 120th, but at one point before all the penalties was applied, I was in the top 100, which is a bit of a recovery for me. Yeah, Nick. Um, Nick was in the top ten before all the penalties got applied. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> it, it didn't. It, it hurt us a little if I, bit. If only I'd have known that when I was putting my picks in two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's a short week this week. No sprint race, right? In in Great Britain, just a normal race weekend. I think is that right? Yep, that's um, true. Yes. So no deadline problem. on Saturday, um, and and we'll see. Um, yeah, that's a race I would like to go to. I've been so, to the. I've yeah, been to, I'd actually plan to go there this year. I'd planned to go there this year, but I got put on this thing at work, which meant that I couldn't go. So I ended up going to England like last month. But I planned on taking this week off, Fourth of July week off, and go to England because it's the uh, um, it's the the third test in the cricket, the Ashes series, oh, versus Australia at Headingley, which is up in Leeds. Um, which is not that far from where I'm from. So I'd plan to kind of go maybe on Thursday to, to the cricket and then, and then go like down to the Grand Prix. But it, uh, it didn't happen. It didn't work work. Out. 
if only if only we could monetize our podcast to the full extent and we could all be raking in the millions <laughs> and then I wouldn't have to go to work and I could just go and watch some cricket and F1. I there you go. Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope, everybody. Send us free money, please. So, uh, you're, I mean, your big winners from this weekend, we got Lando with driver of the day, right? Um, yeah. Great race from Lando. He, he just he just stuck in there and he, he got the job done. Yeah. So he must be loving the fact that he can be competitive again. It's going to be interesting to see how they go in Silverstone. Yeah. Um, Check those and, and what the characteristics are of, the, of the, the, the upgrades and how it benefits their car. Um, but then, yeah. He's relevant Checo, again. Yeah. Just, yeah, just the weekend that he needed because he'd, he'd maybe two, three races on the bounce where he's been largely anonymous. And even in qualifying, he kind of looked at qualifying and went, Dude, you talk about Checo? Yeah. yeah. Four yeah. straight weekends in a row where he didn't make it into Q3. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, he's minimizing the damage. But yeah, we're no longer talking about him potentially, you know, his, uh, challenging Max. His championship we? is over. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I, the, the, the his his champion his 2023 championship hopes faded in 2021 <laughs> when he signed to drive the second car at Renville. And his chances were way lower before that. <laughs> <laughs> they were, uh, but still, they, they they didn't really improve too much. Is dare I say Logan Sargent is a winner P13? I mean, he had a great race. Is that his best he's, finish? Yeah, he stuck in there ever. I, I think so. Yes. But it was a, it was a, it was a solid. Yeah. Dare I say, unspectacular drive? It was just he got the job done. Yeah. And you know he finished ahead of. Well, it's difficult to look at the final thing because Ocon's down there, but he finished ahead of. Um, oh, Bottas was behind him. Alphas. Yeah. Alphatories. Piastri. Uh, Haas. Piastri. Yeah, although so was in the back like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a bad result. Yeah, yeah something that, something to that, build on, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. That um, that Williams car is is fast in the right circuits. You know, this is slippery. So you you know, watch out for them in Spa. I think Williams all you know got a yeah. good chance of some points in Spa. Um, other other circuits are not going to suit them, but. I think they're moving in the right direction. I mean, clearly, you look where they were a couple of years ago. They were well off at the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now they're they're well and truly in, you know, not the sharp end of the midfield, but they're in that, you know, they're they're battling for points every every weekend, obviously in the hands of Alex Albon, who I still think is, you know, probably a top six or seven driver on the grid. I agree. Just, obviously, the force of circumstance in, in the whole Red Bull situation. You know, I, I'd put him up there with the Charles Leclerc's, the George Russells. You know, he's that caliber of driver. Um, Do you think he's got a good shot of taking a spot back at Red Bull? He's still a Red Bull driver. Like he's still they're they're managing him. He could. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Why not? They, they don't I, like to I, go I, back. They, they, I thought it was a condition of of him getting the Williams seat because their partner is Mercedes. That that he cut ties with Red Bull. His helmet know. still has Red Bull on it. Like he's still a Red Bull driver. Oh, is that right? Huh? Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you, Mercedes. I mean, Lewis. How many seasons does he have left? Yeah. You know, if he's only got one or two more, 
potentially, you know, if, if you know, it, it, obviously Williams is, is is a partner of Mercedes. James Bowles is the team principal now at, at Williams. Is there a path for Albon into Mercedes in a couple of years if he's um, if he if he hangs out and does a good job? I don't know. It all depends on on what Lewis thinks after after this. British Grand Prix next weekend. Yeah, we, do, we go again in a week. Another track that usually gives us some pretty good racing. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, with Mercedes bringing big yeah. package of upgrades, Lewis hopefully they're closer to it. You know, if uh, I mean the, Austria worked well for the Ferraris. Carlos is a big fan of of Silverstone. You know, what's to say that things close up at the top? Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix Sprint Race Weekend. Please rate and review wherever you listen, and we'll be back with our review of the 2023 British Grand Prix next week.